0: Terminal and Dave. Conversation. Crack. And the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today
1: FM. This is amazing right? The race for space is heating up and now our neighbours across the Sea are getting involved. This week the UK will launch their first satellites from Cornwall using a Boeing 747. Melissa Thorpe and Ian Annette from Spaceport Cornwall join us on the line now. Good morning guys and Melissa, when exactly are we going to see this launch?
0: Um, Well, it's about to launch to space for the first time ever from UK soil in just a few weeks' time. So I'll go, but it's been, you know, eight years of of hard work from Ian's team and my team to get to this place. So, you know, it's just a really massively exciting time.
1: Okay, so Ian, so what is this place that we've gotten to? What is going to happen in in a little while? What are we going to do?
2: Well, I I mean, we've we've got... um working very closely, as as Mel has said, both with Spaceport Cornwall that she leads and Virgin Orbit, um, who are part of the Virgin brand, of course, and they run a 747 called Cosmic Girl, which will have a rocket strapped to its left wing. Um, It's a huge rocket, 72 feet long, and uh, that rocket will be carrying six payloads, around seven satellites, into what we call low-Earth orbit. So if you can imagine something that's around about 500 kilometres above us, now as well um, and and many many of you know you'll be aware of the likes of elon musk of course who's been putting telecommunication satellites into uh into low earth orbit that's just one of many other uses whether it's earth observation, so we can better understand our climate whether it's improving our telecommunications or indeed improving our navigation to benefit our society all of these things are kind of really important for us down here on earth um, and, and as that Economy in low Earth orbit grows, then the UK is positioning itself itself to be to be you know, to, to to get benefit from that uh, from that growing economy.
1: Ian, you know, we worry, uh, you know, a lot about whether our deodorant can has got 150 millilitres of some kind of you know squashed gas in it when we get onto a 747. You're strapping a 72 foot rocket to the wing of a 747 and flying into space, but only one wing. Like, how does it not just
2: flip over on its side? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's I mean, I mean, great. I mean, so not many people know, of course, that 747s were designed to carry an additional engine. When they transport spare engines around the globe, then actually what they do is they, they, they bolt them to a hard point on the engine. So that hard point is already there on a 747. Right. right. Um, so it's certainly within the bounds of, of operating a, a 747.
1: Melissa, did you grow up in a house where, you know, flight was a part of your daily life? How did you get into this?
0: I did, actually. I'm from Canada originally, a very remote part of Canada. And my dad actually flew water bombing airplanes to fight forest fires on the west coast of Canada. So I definitely grew up in a in an aviation household, not so much a space household, but definitely a value and an appreciation and a love of, of aviation and especially uh, air, aircraft. So I get that side of it. Um, I've been in the space industry now for eight years, so I'm slowly learning a bit more about the space side. But I'm really here to just enable space technologies to get to where they need to be and, and all these amazing space, as I affectionately call them, space geeks, to do what they need to do and to you know help our planet with space technology. So I'm kind of the enabler, um, but yeah, I did I did love aviation from a young age.
1: And uh, what about the commercial side of things? I mean, what kind of business can develop in the future
2: out of low earth orbit? Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a really good question, isn't it? I mean, um, you look at the overall value of space to the globe and it's approaching something like uh, 400 billion dollars um and uh and and launch is a core part of that because of course you can't get to space without launch um and if you look at back in 2012 there were something like 40 or 50 uh small sats that were launched into space if, if you look at it last year there were, were 1700 that were launched into space all of those are But the majority of those are commercially provided. Mm. Um, And therefore, there's there's a growing opportunity to capitalize on that that economy in low Earth orbit, um, whether it's telecommunications, whether it's Earth observation, um, or indeed, whether it's better encryption around the globe. I mean, we're only really limited by our imagination. But it's also our responsibility, of course, to look after that environment as well, which is why sustainability, not only getting it into space, but also sustainability in space, is a really, really important thing. And the UK is very much a proponent of the um, long-term sustainability goals that the United Nations have signed up to for the domain of space as well.
1: I'm reading here, Ian, that you were formerly in the Royal Navy as a weapons and communications specialist and you were were the programme director to the Skynet 6 programme. Are you a James Bond villain by any chance? (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, well, if I was, I certainly would admit that, would I? Uh,
1: <laughs> you might be just a particularly but, bad
2: villain. <laughs> uh, and I'm not sitting here with a white cat on my lap either. Um, but, uh, uh, but, 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 I mean, that gave me a great background in certainly understanding the global um, telecommunications challenges that we had, and certainly in Royal Navy ships deployed around the globe then strategic communications was very very important to us mm. um and and uh yeah i, I kind of mid-career went off and did a we gu- did an msc in guided weapon systems which i always describe as really uh rocket science with a two-week unit on warheads at the end but that that really gave me a deep understanding of propulsion aerodynamics control theory and then really started to ignite my interest in thing all things space mm. um, and led me right to where i am now in the space agency
1: Okay, Melissa, so what date do we think we're hoping for uh, launch and what kind of things could perhaps scupper that date?
0: Um, So our launch window from an airspace perspective opens October 29th, but we're looking at mid from mid November. We have a few things we need to do. We obviously have all the equipment over here now from California. So it's amazing. I'm looking at my window right now and I can see Cosmic Girl parked up. Um, so all the, the hard bits um, are here which is which is really exciting um we have some licensing to do still we have a bit more stuff to do on the ground but otherwise we're pretty much there so we'll be targeting that kind of mid-october mid-november date um, scuppering wise you know it's it's technology um, it's the first time it's ever happened out of the UK um, and weathers always an issue but with horizontal launch it's less of an issue than mm. vertical um, so we you know we're, we're pretty confident confident that we'll we'll get this launched in November which you know it's the first time it's historic it's, you know, not just historic because the first time in the UK, but the first time that Virgin have launched outside of the US. It's the first time some of the satellites have ever been to space or some of these countries have ever been to space. So so many firsts, which makes it exciting, but it also, you know, has that level of, okay, where, where could potential um, risk come from? But we're, we're mitigating all those risks on the ground here now. And, and everybody is really confident now seeing everything in place and set up, Um, you know, as, as long as the Cornish weather plays ball, then we'll be okay.
1: <laughs> have you had many requests to send Liz Truss out to space with the rocket.
0: We've had some interesting requests over the years of who who wants to go on that rocket. (laughs) Um, Yes, that's all I'll say. But yes, we definitely have had a few political people (laughs) wanting to send people on that rocket.
1: Yeah, Yeah, Melissa Thorpe, Head of Spaceport Cornwall, Ian Annette, Deputy CEO for Program Delivery. Uh, We thank you both for talking to us and wish you the best of luck with the horizontal launch on the 747. And uh, yeah, best luck with everything.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, they go. Uh, don't forget, there's an Irish one as well happening. Taoiseach Leo Varadkar and Minister Damien English signed papers with the ESA, the European Space Agency, to facilitate the launch of Ireland's first satellite, which has been designed and built by staff and students at UCD, and it's known as the Educational Irish Research Satellite One, or AirSat one. It'll be launched from the ESA's base in French Guiana sometime in the new year between January and February. That's kind of cool. Very easy to spot. You just look up into the sky and you'll see the Irish
0: satellite at the very end of the rainbow. (laughs) (laughs) Terminal Dave. Weekdays from 9am.
2: Today